0: We just got to take some, I was breathing with you, taking some breathing, right? Take a moment. So for you, like, what's that experience that you have like right now?
1: Well, I always notice, especially things like this, like going on podcasts, getting interviewed, I notice a little bit of anxiety creeping up because I do have a little bit of that anxiety as we all do, I think. And breathing, like connecting with the breath as I've learned the past few years, helps me to kind of get rid of that quiver in my voice that creeps up on me. And kind of, just, I just breathe out the quiver and then breathe in confidence, or at least that's what I visualize. Right. And it seems to set the bar a little bit, a little bit easier to begin. Right. And then I can be myself more and I can relax. Hey, what's up? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And so do you
0: have like, do you deal with anxiety on like a day-to-day basis? Or is that something you have dealt with a lot in the past and maybe now are overcoming it?
1: I think I've always dealt with it and never labeled it as anxiety. And I just thought I was just this shy girl who maybe something was wrong with her, worried too much about things. Like, why are people worried anymore? And maybe it's in my family. And I didn't think of it as anxiety. I just thought of it as, I don't know, just a quirk of mine and mine only. But I think when I realized that it's not just me, and a lot of people are going through that, especially during the pandemic anxiety, depression are all on the rise. And it makes sense too, we're all by ourselves, we're cooped up, maybe not getting in touch with nature as much. That naturally brings back anxiety and thinking about the future and all the uncertainty. So I have never taken any medication for it, but since working with a client that helps high school students to meditate and take a breath and focus their attention, By editing videos for them, I've helped myself overcome the same problems that they're facing, which has been super helpful to me. Mm. That includes breathing with, we have a little breath line that I've created. And then we breathe in when the line goes up and then out when the line goes down. So you don't even have to think about when to breathe in and out. It just gives you a nice steady pace. Right. And then following along with some music, really good when you're just starting out too, because it can get kind of boring, right. <laughs> especially if you're used to constant fun. But yeah, yeah breathing along to a, a steady beat is really relaxing. Even just doing for a minute. A lot of watches, I know my watch has like breathe for a moment. Yeah. Just be for a minute. Mm-hmm. And I notice a complete change in my mental state. Yeah. Just in that one minute. And sometimes like, oh, I don't have time for a minute, but that's when you need to do it the most. Right. Absolutely. And so for you,
0: like, what do you think, like, just speculating or even looking at personal experience, you know, because I think as business owners, we have that anxiety in different ways, right? Like maybe we're getting ready for a sales call and then we feel that like, oh, anxiousness or anxiety, don't want to mess it up. Or, you know, if it's getting into networking or showing up on social media, like, for you and your experience, what do you think the,
1: maybe the fear is underlying the anxiety? I think perfectionism, at least for me, perfectionism is definitely the cause. Mm. (laughs) I want to be perfect above and beyond all the time. And I hear that's more of a problem for women too, um, more so than men, which is interesting in and of itself. But for me, I think, I mean, I'm an only child, so I think a lot of, or I felt a lot of pressure on my shoulders, being like the only one to continue the family type of thing, and if I just thought, okay, I I gotta do all this work, I gotta work hard, I gotta be the first child, the middle child, and the last child, you know, all those responsibilities, Yeah. So perfectionism, perfectionist. We don't have to be perfect. That's the thing. We don't have to be perfect. I think I've worked through it a little bit, but I have a long ways to go. I think with all of us, but yeah, working with the business, I trying to put my hands in all the different pots, the website, the sales, Mm. you know, and then actually delivering, delivering the projects, being perfect on all those fronts. Right. Really hard. Yeah, And sometimes that's a barrier to even start work in the morning. Yeah, absolutely. It's like, oh, there's so much, so much stuff to do. Right. And I had to do it all perfectly. Mm. That like, sometimes it's like, oh, sh- can I even start or I'm procrastinating? Right. So something that's helped me in that regard was, I don't remember what the technique is. It's called like frog or something, like eating the frog in the morning. Mm. Have you heard of that? No tell me oh it's yeah it's like you pick one thing that day that's the most important to be done in that day and you do right. that in the morning mm. you do that as soon as possible as soon as you're done with your your morning ritual right and that's been super helpful to me prioritizing and getting things done and not yeah. doing it perfect just sitting down the first the hardest step yeah is you know putting the shoes on you know to go for a run right or sitting down opening your laptop or opening whatever software it is you're working on right hardest step and then from there it gets it gets easier right so I try to tell myself those things and getting some things done right is better than worrying about not getting it done perfectly right yeah so
0: it's interesting because you know you're saying like swallow the frog is that what you referenced it as
1: yeah 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 and like
0: eat, the frog, eat swallow. the frog right yeah digest it digest you know. it cook it yeah. up however you know yeah. it's such an interesting perspective because I hear that a lot right like do the first thing the hardest thing first get it done get it over with and I used to follow that a lot but then as I started to get more into like a spiritual conversation and like about alignment and making sure that your energy and your frequency is like up and high right I started to look at like I'm not going to do anything that doesn't feel good. So there's pros and cons to that. Because, you know, there are some things that they don't feel good, but you still got to do them because that's your responsibility, right? Mm -hmm. And there's been a shift where I'm like, like, I prolong a lot of stuff because I'm not ready for it. Like the energy's not right, or I got to delegate it out. So like, what is your thought process on that? Do you feel like just getting the hardest thing done first is more effective? Or do you think that... And I'm kind of exploring like your spirituality here. But how does that sound for you to be like, I'm only going to do the things that feel good right now in the moment? What are your
1: thoughts on that? If I follow that, me personally, I will not get anything done. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Or I will get a lot of things done that aren't important to the mission or the long-term, my long-term goals. Like I'll just make a, a video spontaneously just for myself or just a fun little thing and then I'm like wait no I have actual videos I need to do to get paid for right so that's the most important thing is the frog is I love my work and I will just work but like it's not part of the mission Mm. so that's why the the frog seems to work for me for now and that might change right you know how do you like know for you right what is part of the
0: mission versus what are just the things to do? Like, how do you make that conclusion for yourself and in in your business?
1: Yeah, that's always tough. I would say, I ask the question, is this going to help my business grow? Mm. Like, is this going to help growth? Is this going to help me pay the bills? Right. Other times, and if it's no to both of those, then chances are it's irrelevant. Right. To that day so yeah sometimes I forget though and I don't ask myself those questions and I'm like right I just do what I want today yeah I'm uh, and, and, like I'm not a robot you know I, <laughs> I I really like doing what I feel like doing at times right. and that's that's the beauty of having your own business is you can do that right you can do that if you don't if you don't want to do a project at that exact moment Right. You can take a break, or if you need to go for a walk, clear your head, you can do that. Right. The freedom. Uh, Yeah. So I love that and I don't think I can I don't know if I can go back yeah <laughs> so it's exactly. like I gotta <laughs> once you get a taste of that it's like yeah oh, I can't go back to that nine to five yep so it's like <laughs> for, for the
0: business owners you know because I, I I'm established I've been here I, I do and I'm like a, I just do what I want kind of thing work it out right but like addressing the people that maybe are just starting their business or have been in business newly, and they haven't really found for themselves that distinction of like, okay, I have to work now, even when I don't feel like it versus mm-hmm. I work for myself, I get to do whatever I want. So like, what's your words of advice, you know, as a business owner, how do you appropriately pick and choose when to go do what you want, but also
1: to to get your work done? I've tried a few things. I've tried just Going with the flow, and then I've tried scheduling, like insane amount of scheduling, like over scheduling, realistically over scheduling. So taking my Google Calendar, sectioning off, okay, this is where I eat breakfast. So even like, or I wake up breakfast, Right. and then after breakfast, it's edit this video, make these video edits, and then I put in lunch, because instead of just putting in what you have to do, also putting in Mm. wellness stuff
0: yeah absolutely
1: making time for that I need that (sighs) yeah it's it's a lot more work though like on Sunday night when you when you got a schedule or if you do it sometimes I'll do it like the night before that seems to work the best because schedules can change yeah but like today it's wake up yoga for an hour and then it's it's podcast yeah and then then i'll have lunch and then right. i'll work on some video edits and i work on a video for the youtube channel and then i have a hard stop at 6 p.m mm. and that's been motivating for me because they say you'll take as much time as you have to complete a task yeah yeah so like when i was in school an essay could take two hours if that's all you had or an essay could take two days if you had two yeah, days absolutely. with a lot of YouTube videos in between. So yeah, hyper scheduling yeah. has been really effective. I feel kind of I'm in control because I'm because i the one who creates the schedule, right. but then I don't really have to think about, oh, will I have time to do this because right. it's there? Yes, I will. Right. The only problem is when you underestimate or overestimate right. how much time right. a task will take. For me, it's yeah. I underestimate it sometimes. Yeah. Oh, I can I can get those edits done quick. And then you're like yeah. Ooh. Mm, ooh. and then it, four hours later, and then it's eating into my dinner. Yep. So then that's that's where the problems happen. And then getting myself up to go take care of myself. Right. And feel feel the body that's creating mm. these videos. Right. That gets hard. Cause I'm like, no, I have to finish this in order to yeah. move on. Right there are definitely
0: some problems with it <laughs> yeah and that's interesting because you know i i definitely can hear like like looking at what you're saying and then i'm just mentally checking my my schedule right now and it's all tasks 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 meetings coaching calls podcasts nothing about self care taking care of myself. I stay all day long. So this is interesting, you know, and i am it's not like I've never heard it before, but mm-hmm. talking to you, like your health and well-being is really important to you, it sounds like, right?
1: It has become lately. Mm. I think I got, so I started my business And I filed LLC in like June and then officially launched in August. But COVID is going on. I haven't been very active. I've been inside, you know, (laughs) plugging away at my business. COVID was brought to me in um, December. So I got COVID. And then that was kind of a wake-up call for me because I lost my health. I mean, I didn't have it as bad as many people in this this country have. I had a pretty bad fever Mm. one day getting kind of loopy. And then I had just a stuffy nose and I was just generally exhausted for two weeks. And then once I started to feel better, I started getting to yoga and I was realizing I haven't really been taking care of myself. Mm. Like I've been taking care of my business more than yeah. taking care of myself. Like I've been trying to grow it like it's a little baby. Yeah. And I haven't looked towards myself. I, I prioritize work. I wake up in the morning. Sometimes I skip breakfast. I just hop from my bed to my computer, start working. I work on the frog, but the frog is work. So I'm prioritizing work over myself. Mm. And I think, I don't know if that, that probably would not have in itself prevented me from getting sick. Right. But in other sicknesses, your health for colds, the the common cold. Sometimes those can be avoided despite. Taking care of yourself, giving yourself the right nutrients, prioritizing yourself first. Yeah. So that was kind of the kick in the butt for me.
0: For you now, you know, having that realization where you're like, okay, I'm not prioritizing myself first. How has that transformed your business? Like you being the first priority making sure that you're getting your food going on your walks I think you said you did yoga right has that impacted your business the way you show up to your business in a powerful way
1: yeah I think well first I want to go back a little bit I heard a really great quote from Jay Shetty do you know you probably know Jay Shetty is or not? no yeah. oh, it's a really yeah. great motivational mm. speaker definitely worth looking into but he said if we don't make time for our health we have to make time for our sickness Mm, I've heard that before yeah okay yeah so I tell myself that if I'm not taking care of myself Mm. now there's gonna be a week where I'm just not doing any work anyways right because I'm too sick to right so missing Mm. a little bit of pockets here and there right it's ultimately worth it but yeah going back to your question (laughs) I'm more alert because especially sleep because I was shorting myself on sleep Mm. So, and sleep is a huge component of health that mm. is often overlooked, I think. And we just kind of drown it out with coffee. <laughs> I don't know if you just drink coffee. I'm not trying to. <laughs> <laughs> no. Not playing any fingers. I, I was a big coffee coffee addict. Yeah. But now I'm switching to green tea. Yeah. And then right. that's forcing me to go to bed earlier. And right. sometimes um, I'll let myself wake up later if I need to. Right just to get that extra sleep. So my, my, I can, my full brain is there and I can talk to clients fully Mm. without being totally exhausted and overwhelmed. And then I find them more creative with more sleep. Mm, I love that. You know, I think it's such a, an
0: important thing that you're sharing, right? Because it's like, I think, especially in the culture that's happening in social media right now, there's kind of two, two sides of it, but one that I think is a really attracting a lot of people is like the hustle grind
1: mm-hmm. slave
0: away because it's going to be a payoff. Right. And I've definitely experienced that in my own business. I got to make shit happen. And, you know, waking up at five 30, I'm drinking coffee all day long, never eating clocking out at nine, if that right. And not putting myself forward. But, you know, I loved how you said, like, if I took care of myself, I could be more present and alive and vibrant with my clients having more creativity so like we don't even get present to that hustle factor and like the slave away how it impacts how we show up in our business right how people are like experiencing us so I think that is such a good point that you made
1: yeah and adding on to that people feed off of your energy yeah right so like if you're overwhelmed and overworked the people that you're working with not only are they going like, to feel that in you, they're mm-hmm. going to feel that in themselves. Yeah. Um, it's contagious. It's emotionally contagious. Yeah. Even if they've been taking care of themselves. Right. And sleeping enough, mm. and, and exercising. Right. Also, exercise has been good for motivation for me. Yeah. Uh, and the anxiety part. Right. Yeah. Good. Going back right. to that.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: That's when I really got into running was when I got a nice job and then I I put so much pressure on myself I have to Mm. I have to perform really well right this job with this client and that pressure was eating away at my anxiety yeah and so I'd go for a run even just a short 15 minute sprint right seem to do it and then (sighs) yeah just melts away yeah and then the yoga thing has been more just releasing the crick in my neck when I wake up yeah but also it's a meditative thing and finding stillness in mm-hmm. the day is so important to put your entire day in perspe- your entire life into perspective absolutely really.
0: I'm definitely in a spiritual conversation and seeing the value of it and there's a lot of business people that they don't have that center for themselves they don't have a you know spiritual routine to connect to their themselves or their higher power it's like wake up and go mode right and then we're not being present we're in a constant state of survival mode like i gotta get all of this done the rat race right so it's kind of interesting because everything that you're saying like to get your perspective on this here it's like you know no one's dumb right we're in 2021 we all know we need to take care of ourselves Mm -hmm. So for you, what do you think stops people from actually taking the action to get themselves taken care of first, even though like we know that we're supposed to, what stops them from doing that in your perspective?
1: It's probably a lot of different things for a lot of different people, but I think it comes down to our Western culture, Mm. maybe America specifically, you know, the American dream, (laughs) like if you work hard enough, dream big enough you can do it right you can be bill gates or yeah. whatever you can be or jeff bates or elon musk now he's the rich guy right and then i think we we look up to people mm. in the society we, we we look up to people who started with nothing and then they have all the all the fame all the success right however you define that i think our, our idea of success is a little skewed though mm. because Tell me more about that. Well, from what I've heard from my dad, he worked in small business and he worked like ground up little small team. And he also worked in a corporation with tens of thousands of employees. Oh, wow. And so he really got both worlds. And he was always talking to me about how his corporate job was a lot of stepping on other people's necks to climb the ladder. And he said he really enjoyed the, the ground up even though he wasn't making as much he, he right. enjoyed the teamwork and he felt like he had more of an impact there yeah whereas if you're in a company with tens of thousands of people right you don't feel your impact so much right exactly you know, especially as a national international company right but yeah the the corporate the corporate culture he he really talked talked down on that and I understand that he's not alone right and that's one of the reasons I don't want I'm not trying to make my company a corporation I don't want it to grow from something cute you know I have no dreams for that right I'm like a nice business to help people I do want to grow but right. I don't want to be a corporation where that kind of culture yeah. exists. absolutely I don't really want to contribute to that
0: so but- for you like you know in this term of success you know I think everybody has their own version of success what success means and kind of piggybacking on what you're saying i i also have a belief that most people inherit their version of success it's not a creation mm. that they've found within themselves oh this is mm. what success feels like or looks like to me it's somehow they're pulling it from you know the the western culture or what they see on tv or what's expected from them by their parents right
1: mm.
0: so for you like what does success look like and feel like to you personally? So that's a really, really ahead.
1: interesting. Yeah, really interesting point about how we inherit our ideas of success. Because when I'm thinking about it now, yeah, my idea of success is coming from my dad. Sounds yeah. like because he, well, from what he learned. I mean, I think hi, Dad, if you're listening, love you. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> he he's seen it all. He's seen the small. He's seen the big, and he spent many years in both and the fact that he was happier making less money Mm. i think was a wake-up call to me as a young kid i'm like why are these movies about making millions Like wall street i don't know yeah exactly (laughs) when really we shouldn't be aiming towards making money right like we may not have a lot we're simple simple people right but we're content with what we have Mm. Always trying to also improve our life situation, but also remembering what we have and seeing the beauty in the small things. Right. And being from Minnesota, you yeah. kind of have to see right. the beauty in the small things come from there. Coming out to California, I don't see that as much. Right. Right. Um, and again, I've only been here five years, but I don't, I haven't seen as much people appreciating the beauty in everyday life because we just have so much here it's, yeah it's Hollywood it's perfect weather right all the time it's sunny mm-hmm. so many things to do right the beach yeah exactly like, like adventure sports yeah the the small things get lost yeah and and that could be for me that's just like saying hi to people it's a <laughs> my boyfriend makes fun of me sometimes I just because I say hi yeah to everybody know right which in the big city maybe you lose because there's so many people oh god <laughs> and I understand that but yeah if you see a neighbor hi how you doing starting a little conversation like little things like that yeah really warm my heart and I think they can warm everyone else's yeah absolutely. we just learn to to strive towards that mm. and big picture is nice but small picture is also nice yeah in business and in life Right. I asked, like, what can I do in this interaction? Like, can I make this person smile? Mm. Some of my happiest moments have been, like, I was at Ralph's and the cashier seemed really down. And I was, like, joking around and asking about his day. And, like, he went from a frown upside down. It, it went to a smile. Right. And that brings me just as much, if not more, joy than Creating great video for a client. Right. Yeah. That they love. Because mm. the little things mean so much to me. And I don't know if that's something that you need to cultivate mm. uh, over time. Or if, or if I've just been endowed with this gift because my parents do it. But I think even if even if your parents didn't do it, that it yeah, can the be trained. Choice in, the,
0: choice in the matter. My thoughts that are coming up is, one, everything you're sharing is what I love about this podcast, right? Because I want to know you, like who are you behind the business? And I I truly believe like, if I didn't know you, right? I would be like, I want to work with her because she is so present and she's willing to bring joy into like life. I want to work with people like that. Mm-hmm. So it's it's really interesting to like have this conversation because, you know, it creates such a beautiful picture of like who you are really behind the business. And then there's like this, okay, I know who you're going to be when you show up for business.
1: It's kind of yeah, an interesting ki- like, huh? You're kind of Finding out like the values too behind yeah. people, and what drives them, right? And that's that's hard to figure out in just a superficial, quick conversation about business, right? But yeah, you can you can really find that when you have long conversations with people. Yeah, absolutely. And you're open and vulnerable. Open and vulnerable. <laughs> like, yeah, vulnerable. Tell me all
0: your things, girl.
1: Yeah.
0: So for you, like when you, when you show up for your business, you know, you just feel like this really bubbly light person. You're just like joyful, ready to, you know, make some shit happen. Like what are things that you, when life happens, when circumstances happen and you're not that way, cause we all do that, right? Like you're a bubbly person, yeah. but sometimes stuff happens and then you maybe anxiety comes up and you're like, Not showing up as who you truly are. How do you get yourself back to enjoy the moment? You know, make someone smile. How do you get back to your authentic self inside of your business?
1: I'm always joking around. Even when I'm in a bad mood, I find a joke. Like not as many and not maybe as bubbly of a joke, but I find something. They have these different types of humor. Oh, I was reading about it. It's really interesting, the science of humor. But there's different kinds. There's more critical, like sarcasm. And then there's like more uplifting. These are not the names of them. But then there's ones where you can make yourself laugh, like just by noticing something funny. Like when I was on the plane yesterday, there we were landing and then someone puts their hands up. <laughs> like it's a roller coaster because it's kind of jarring when you're planning but just things like that that I notice and then they just make me laugh that cheers me up instantly Mm. a big spike in happiness and then it levels off but I'm a higher level than I was before yeah absolutely yeah I do get down I think I'm one of those people who kind of retracts is that the word I don't know just like yeah to themselves and like doesn't want to be around people when I'm in a bad space because like I don't want to affect anyone. Yeah, because yeah. I myself am very affected. Mm. Other people are down. Yeah. It's very contagious to me for, for whatever reason. And I try to fight it. Being an oh, empath. Scary. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah, I just I go to my room. I read. I usually sleep. <laughs> usually yeah. that's what it is. That's what I find. If I think the world's against me or I think everyone hates me, I just need sleep. <laughs> yeah. I just need need some rest. Reset.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I love that you're, you know, just saying the truth about it because it's there's me working with so many businesses that so they're like they're always got their game face on, right? But like in real life, like we are human, so shit does happen and we have to be able to like, okay you know, I totally resonate with you when I'm on it about something or life is happening. I'm like, I don't want to talk to nobody. I can't show up right now. And then people are like, where'd Tawny go? I'm like, I'm hiding right now. But it's <laughs> yeah. like, no one's talking about that. That's what people do. So there's like this weird, like guilt and shame that I've experienced for myself. Mm-hmm. And also I've had to kind of work out with clients where they're like, you know, life is happening. Whatever, whatever circumstances are, I can't show up for my business But it's not like they're feeling good, like, oh, you know, I'm so glad that I'm honoring what I need right now. It's like, I feel bad that I'm not showing up. I feel guilty. I'm taking time off. I should be working, right? So have you experienced that also where you do need to go home and and rest and not talk to people when you should
1: be working? Have you experienced that? I think I have more guilt not doing something that I said I was going to do so this has happened before actually I had a really rough I had like a I broke up with my boyfriend for a little bit and uh, I got like three hours of sleep and the next morning I had a video production shoot Mm. and I was between I was like should I reschedule or should I just drink a bunch of coffee and push through it right and um there was already a bunch of people gonna show up yeah right my business partner Melissa, was going to be there there were just so many things riding on that day i was like suck it up yeah i was like you're gonna suck it up and you're gonna go you're gonna drive 40 minutes yeah in the morning and you're gonna do it and you'll be fine because yeah. at least you got some sleep yeah and it was a little more difficult mm. than right <laughs> understandably but luckily it was only one night yeah so wasn't like compounding over time right and I had been taking care of myself for the most part so yeah I guess I I sacrifice myself yeah I I do but sometimes when it's like a little thing that would probably be harmless to reschedule like maybe a zoom consultation or something right I might I might do that yeah yeah
0: (laughs) I'm in a in a space where like kind of I shared before trying to find the balance of Being in a really high vibration. So, picking and choosing, okay, this doesn't feel good. This does feel good. And being in the inquiry of where's the medium, right? Because it's like I have moments like that too. Like, life is happening. I don't want to show up and I have to. So, I got to put my big girl pants on and go. Mm
1: -hmm. And then
0: learning how to, like, okay, this is not that big of a deal. I can reschedule to be able to honor myself. So, it's kind of interesting that just to hear like another person's perspective because, you know, sometimes even though I'm I'm finding the medium, I feel guilty about it. I'm a ba- I'm a bad girl. <laughs> My little <laughs> conversation, right? So I think even just bringing that to the attention and you sharing so openly about it, it's like we all have it. We all have it. Life is happening, and it's like so important to honor it, but but more so knowing the distinction of when it's appropriate
1: and when it's not right yeah that's so hard Mm. I think I wonder if that's just something we're going to struggle with like the rest of our life is it something we can figure out you know right maybe there's there's a formula maybe there's a magic formula yeah if anyone knows that formula (laughs) let us know yes (laughs) area visionaria.com yep (laughs) or if there's a book on it maybe I've been kind of diving into all sorts of books related to business. Um, I consider myself, I don't really like think of myself as like a business person type. You know, I'm doing the air quotes if you're listening to this. So there's this book called Business for Bohemians. Have you heard of it? I have it. Okay. Yeah, I've been reading about that. And a lot of what's in that book resonates with me, and you might get something from it too. Yeah, it um, sounds like we're similar on like doing what you want to do, you know, <laughs> like going with the want going with the flow. Yeah, and about that like corporate like mm. cutthroat atmosphere, and so it's it's how to how to organize yourself when you're kind of a go with the flow person. How to have a business plan which is something (laughs) I'm still kind of working on, working through because, you know, I'm focused on other things that make me feel better or that are more in line with my skills. And it's fun making videos, but it's not so fun doing accounting. It's not so fun doing sales. For me, it's not that fun cold, like cold emailing people or cold DMing people. I prefer for the people to come to me you know but that doesn't always happen right especially when you're a new business and people don't even know you exist right but that's ideally my sales is just come to me (laughs) which works but as you're trying to grow and get more yeah it doesn't doesn't fully cover all the bases right
0: And so for you, if, you know, going into, there's things you really love, like you love being creative and making videos. Right. Mm -hmm. And then there's like the sales aspect, right. Or accounting, like how do you work yourself up to have a good attitude about having to go
1: do those things? So, yeah, I I gravitate to things I'm familiar with. I've been shooting since I was like four years old holding a camera. And I've been editing videos since I was 10 years old. Right. So I'm super familiar with that. It's kind of like going home whenever I edit. It's just like a, a happy place. Yeah. But sales, on the other hand, sales and all these new things to me that I haven't even, I never really took classes about either. But mm. having to teach myself. Right. I, I've been reading, I think Tim Ferriss talks about it maybe in four hour work week, but books have been motivating for me to get me to do those things that I'm not as familiar with that I don't want to do by just saying like you can't grow unless you you kind of get out of your comfort zone growth is hard (laughs) if you're not getting out of your comfort zone (laughs) and and so that's what I tell myself to do these other things right especially reaching out to people especially with anxiety yeah oh no what if they think I'm being annoying yeah being kind of you know like you said i guess i've been called that before like a bubbly person i'm also there's a flip side is that it's, oh i'm being annoying mm, like yeah people are bothered by my bubbliness yeah definitely which which is always something in the back of my mind right so just breaking out of the comfort zone like you know what be a little annoying embrace yeah <laughs> embrace the annoyingness but mm. um. it's
0: interesting it, two parts one I'm personally like working through that like I have a very strong personality like I love I'm like very childish I want to play and rough house the whole, make funny jokes and I always think that like I'm annoying so I've been trying to like catch myself like oh like I'm okay like I don't think anyone really cares or I trust that they'll tell me like hey like this is too much right now But it's interesting because, you know, I would never be like, I'm not like annoyed by it. I'm like, oh my God, you're so awesome. Like this, you'd probably make the life of the party, right? So it's interesting that what you think is a problem about yourself, I would be like, hell yes, give me more. But we don't ever like, we would never second guess that. Like what we think our problems are, other people are totally fine with.
1: Yeah. And also like personality differences. Like some people are a little more irritable. It's natural when you're down to, to be a little bit annoyed. Or maybe you're jealous. Maybe on the inside, you're just kind of jealous that that person is in a happier state than you. And and that just makes you more down because you're mad at yourself for being annoyed. And then that's the feedback loop. Right. But yeah, it's It's hard to, to not be self-conscious mm. in that way. And I think I'm more self-conscious. Per- I don't know about you, but online... I've had because it's permanent yeah I think face to face I can be annoying face to face a little bit easier right but online I have trouble like posting like a lot and I know I should be and like the algorithm wants you to post all the time yeah but I'm like but then I'm annoying Mm. or I feel annoying but I'm not annoyed by other people so I don't know where this is coming from I'm not annoyed by other people posting all the time yeah so I don't know where this idea is coming from right
0: yeah, I hear that so frequently. Like people not wanting to show up on social media. You know, me owning a, a marketing company, I'm like, where are you, right? And I have my own thing. I've been in marketing now for four years with this company. I'm like, oh, I don't want to post anymore, <laughs> right? So mm-hmm. you know, pick and choose your battles here. But yeah. you know, as a business, you do need to have a social media presence. And I'm, I'm definitely in a marketing business, but very much mindfulness and soulful, like show up and show your authenticity be who you truly are let people connect with who you really are i think that is so so important to grow your brand But then the business owner is like, I don't want to show myself. I don't want to be vulnerable because I'm scared of opening up and having people have judgments about me. So for you, how do you juggle that? You don't want to be annoying. You don't want to be posting all the time. But on the other hand, you do need to do that so that you're showing up, you're consistent, you're building your brand. How do you get yourself to pick the right choice for yourself?
1: Yeah, going back to the quote about how you can't grow unless you get out of your comfort zone, kind of that deal again where it's like, Okay, I don't wanna I don't wanna post right now, but like I should. I've been inactive for a long time and you gotta be consistent. Also going even farther back to the hyper scheduling idea where I have every Tuesday and Thursday post something and I'm part of a group where we keep each other accountable for that. I've been taking a break because I was I was on vacation. So, but now I got to get back into that. Yeah, you know? And I think it's good to give yourself vacations and breaks. And you don't always have to be there all the time. Right. I mean, I did have some questions from Alyssa and from clients while I was on my vacation. And of course, I answered them and I said, I'll be able to do that for you when I get back. Right. And my instinct is I want to do it for them right away. I want to get yeah. it done. I want to get it out of the way. But- I was like, nope, Aaron, this is going to be something that you think about next week. Yeah. Right now, you're focusing on being home and bonding with your parents that you haven't seen in a long yes. time.
0: Well, I love the um, boundaries that you set. I'm very clear that you are true to who you are and yourself and, like, having boundaries. And I just, like, want to acknowledge that because – you know, for the people that are listening, I feel like the vast majority of business owners really struggle with that. They would sit down, get to work. They can't be present. They're having this beautiful, amazing experience on vacation or just even like trying to have dinner with their family. And we just bypass that because we're like, we got to make money and growth. Right. Mm -hmm. So I think it's just really important what you're saying. And so to acknowledge that, like, it's so important to be like, here's my boundary. I'm on vacation or I'm clocked out of work and being in communication, right? It's not like you just don't talk to people or you don't handle something, but it's almost just being like how you said, got it. And I'll handle that when I return and being in communication with that. So I'm over Mm -hmm. here like, good for you, girl.
1: (laughs) Thanks. No, it's definitely not easy. I think what keeps me in that mindset, though, is kind of a deep, a deep, dark reason is, is death death is, is imminent. Death is looming. And death is the motivation for starting a business. Yeah. Even if you don't realize it. It's right. that I think if we didn't have death, we wouldn't be as motivated right. to make what we have. So, like, also my, my family is not going to be around for forever, especially COVID. People are dying right. in, in huge numbers. I, my cat mm. is not eating like she used to and she seems to be right. getting more and more frail so it's like the next time i come back especially since i'm so separated from my family base wise we're really close emotionally but just since there are so many states away yeah I, I don't know i see these people and i don't know if the next time i come back if they're gonna be there if yeah. those people are gonna be there or if my cat is gonna be there or what things are gonna change mm. I love and that. And so, keeping that in mind, yeah, really grounds me mm. and helps me to focus on what's important when I lose when I lose sight of it. Cause I do. Cause I get absorbed in work. Yeah. Like everybody. Right. For sure. And then I my priorities get out of whack. Right. And then you got to yeah. come back to it. Yeah. And it.
0: It's interesting that you brought that up because, you know, one of the things that in my family dynamic, because we're all in such a, a transformational conversation, you know, every time I go through something, you know, once I've been taken care of, but my sister specifically, she always says, you want to know something? You're just going to die. Mm-hmm. And, you know, to, to one wow. extent, it sounds brutal because I think our culture just does not handle death well. And there's something so beautiful in what you're sharing. Death is inevitable. It's coming moment by moment and you know especially in this business world we're so hungry for growth success power that we miss that like yeah you can go and grow that business and do freaking amazing things and heal and change people and if you're not taking time for these beautiful moments with yourself with your children your your family your friends you know going exploring the world those are the only things that really creates life as an entirety like the experience of it and I think we forget that because we're so caught up in like, we
1: about to make some money. <laughs> I know. There's this great quote. "Is like, on your deathbed, yep. you're, you're not going to wish you spent more time in the office. Yeah, absolutely. You're not going to wish you spent more time working. Mm. Even if it is your business and your baby, you're going to most likely, I mean, maybe there's one person out there who's like, right. I wish I worked more. But yep. for the most part, you're going to be wishing you spent more time with, Your friends or your family, your time taking care of yourself. Mm. And so thinking about that too. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, You are
0: an extraordinary human being. Tell me how old you are again. Thank you. (laughs) I am 23. 23. You know, I I always when I forget that I'm about to turn 28, like I still feel like I'm 24. Like, what? And so now I'm 21. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So now I'm like getting a a little bit wiser, a little bit, right? And it's so interesting because, like, when I think back to who I was at 23, like, I was a shit show. Like, I had some things going on, but I was a shit show. So, like, to see you being so aligned and having a bigger conversation than most people your age, most people don't have that kind of mindset that you do. And it's phenomenal. Like, you're going to go so far in life with. Knowing what really is a priority and success definitely is going to come your way. So, just to acknowledge that for you.
1: Thank you. Yes, and I hope to take care of myself along the way. I took a mental age test. It's kind of fun. It's I think it's mentalagetest.com. Uh huh. And the first time I took it, I got 37, (laughs) and I was not even surprised. Yeah. Because people tell me that I'm mature for my age. Yeah. Which is a gift, but it's also a curse. Yep. Absolutely. and I grew up around a lot of older folks. Mm-hmm. Like, I, as an only child, I didn't really have any young cousins. My youngest cousin was, like, 18. Right. And, like, grown up and going to college. Right. So I didn't I, – I played with adults. Yeah. yeah. I was I was just surrounded by adults and family gatherings all the time. It's like 50-plus. 50, 50 so I think that, that probably contributes to my mature <laughs> – Right. attitudes or, or whatever and being only child supposedly I've been reading about it too because I'm like why am I <laughs> yeah why do I feel like a 30 year old right. a 23 year old's body sometimes because you're but...
0: wise beyond your years girl
1: <laughs> well thank you that means a lot I'm gonna journal about that That's something mm-hmm. else I do to grab myself is journaling I, I write down nice things people say yes. at the yeah like, I love
0: that so with all this magic that you shared I'm sure somebody's going to want to connect with you. So how can they stay connected with you? How can they find you?
1: Oh, yeah. You can find me at your local Santa Barbara coffee shops. Yeah. <laughs> no, you, you can find me at visionarymedia.com. We have a little chat. You could just type in there. Super easy. Or you could email. You prefer that. Ari at visionarymedia.com it's visionary it's like a pun so it's ari instead of Theroi. also on social media feel free to slide into our DMs. slide into the
0: DMs.
1: slide in and you can Stand count in. on a
0: bubbly fun
1: amazing response i'm sure Ah uh, yes <laughs> maybe a little over the top <laughs> no i'm just kidding right if you're looking to get into video marketing uh now's the time Yep. We'll do videos for any budget and literally any budget. So, no project too small, no project too big. Slide into our DMs. We'll figure out something for you because I think the world is better when our videos are better. Absolutely. Two heads better than one, right? Is that the
0: same? Yes. <laughs> <laughs>